What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I know it's been a minute since I uh, chopped it up with y'all. It's been busy, busy times for me. Um, finishing up school and <clears throat> got one more week and then finals. Um, so that's, you know, kicking my ass pretty much. Um, and then, you know, just been having other stuff going on. So um, it allowed some topics to build up. But first, we got to uh, shout out to the Midnight Puff. Uh did a um, special episode with my brother um, this past Thursday. That'll be dropping on Christmas Eve. Um, man, it was dope. I ain't going to say much else because I don't know what it, all he would like me to say. But uh, um, it was dope filming it. Ginger Soul Productions. Good job, fellas, um, for getting it together and getting all the characters and uh it was dope man i can't wait to see it but um shout out to those guys at anchor fm um man you know i've been kind of thinking about um how i'm gonna address some end of the year type things um because we're coming up on that christmas is in in a couple weeks and you know not even just the end of the year the end of the decade and i haven't really like really sat down and really put down, like, the music from this decade. Um, but, man, it's going to be hard. I mean, they, they put um, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twitted, Twisted Fantasy as the most, uh, as the best album of the decade, which I've seen coming because that's probably the most critically acclaimed album this entire decade. I mean, I, saw, I think I've seen Rolling Stone, The Source, maybe, <laughs> and something else. I don't know if it was XXL or it's when I was buying magazines. They used to buy hip hop magazines like crazy every month, bro. For like a five from like two thousand, I'd probably say two thousand ish. Yeah, two thousand ish, two thousand nine, <laughs> two thousand going into the military. And um I remember it got it got five stars in like three different magazines or some shit. That was probably the first time I ever seen it. And it, these weren't like hip-hop magazines only or like pop magazines like it was both you know what i'm saying so i was like only other album that really did that was um to kill him um to kill a butterfly or yeah damn to kill a butterfly um so um so to pip a butterfly to kill a butterfly to kill a mockingjay anyways uh so yes that's the only album that i could think of that will probably get that but my personal one I hadn't really thought about it. I think I'm going to do um, something special for that coming up toward the end of the year. And we're just going to talk about music. But uh, I, I kind of want to get in some shit about music um, and sports. Um, this past couple of weeks has been crazy. And I ain't really been able to comment on, on too much. I mean, uh, I kind of do all my personal shit. But, uh, man, this whole, like, whack 100 Nipsey shit. It's fucking disgusting. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, it just, I know Nipsey's kind of been like, which sucks, man. I'm, I'm going to be honest. As a Nipsey fan, like, I, the other day I was just thinking this. I was like, yo, I wish that he didn't, like, his last album went mainstream. Like, if he had to stay underground, because I could, like, celebrate this dude in peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, like, actually, like, appreciate what he did and how he impacted my life as a fan. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and in peace because the fucking clout shit like the internet now every I mean it's just it's just disgusting bro and it sucks because this, this man that didn't even like that's not how he moved you know what I'm saying like so it's a lot of fuck 
it's a lot of fuck shit and a lot of fuck boys talking about it. And it's just like, like that whack, like, well, bro, okay, listen. First of all, my issue with that is like, bro, you like 40. You know what I'm saying? Like you pushing 40, late 30s. You, why? Why? Why are you acting like that? I expect young niggas to say, when Kodak just said that shit about his wife, yeah, he, you know, everybody was up in arms about it. And it was niggas there saying like, well, what did he say that was wrong? It's like, bro, it's a respect thing, bro. Where y'all respect that? And but he's he's young, niggas twenty, twenty one, nineteen. I don't. He's young as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, Kodak did that. He got checked. Um, you know, it is what it is. He's a young nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like he, but this is a forty year old. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Nip ain't a legend. Now, when you say this as a forty year old, as an OG, <clears throat> like the whole, he's not a legend musically. You know how many people that are not legends musically? that sold more than Nipsey did, that didn't get the reaction he got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't understand where that even is even coming from. It's like, why are y'all trying to compare Nipsey's music to musical legends like Michael Jackson and Prince? Like, come on, bro. That's not even... You know how stupid that is? You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga whack talking about what, what hit record he had. Nigga, when do we define niggas' legendary status off their hit records? I mean, there is way more that goes into that word and that personality than fucking records, bruh. And if if somebody that's talking about that, I mean, you ain't really got too much credit on that. I mean, game was game was your dude, but game didn't get with you till he was already established. And your your next dude is Blueface. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, who what where where do you feel like you coming from? And then on top of that, it's like you old you older. <clears throat> You know Nip was like a big part of L.A., working in the communities, working with people, that are getting getting these felons jobs uh, at his stores and shit, investing back in the community. It wasn't just about the music, bro. And 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 and, and, and what pisses me off about Nipsey and like and people like that and Mac Miller and people like that when people die and people are like, you know, honoring them. Yeah, there are a lot of people that jump on the wagon late and went like. But a lot of the people weren't. Like, I remember when Mac Miller was coming. To, I remember when fucking I was becoming a Nipsey fan. Niggas around me knew I listened to Nipsey, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I knew niggas that listened to Nipsey, too, on top of that. So, you know, that, that like, it's, 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 it's a projection. And when people say that, I feel like it's a projection now. It's like, you didn't know him. And so because you didn't know them, you can't believe that somebody else knew them, too. You have, They have to be like you. They didn't know. They really didn't know. They just talking about uh, they just talking about some shit they don't really know. Or he's just getting gassed now that he's died because I didn't know who he was. Like, bro, I remember, intro- I and I am in it, and this is my problem with the, um, the like, the hip-hop people that I talk to now is for, like, a long time. It's because I, if you are close to me or a friend of me, I not, I'm not trying to, like, say I've introduced you to people because uh, you could have found them by yourself. But if you know me, you know I like playing new shit. Or I'm like putting on new artists for people that I feel like they're going to like. Everybody that's my homie knows that. I didn't put on everybody. I try to be like, hey, bro, I got some, you know, I, have you heard this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Have you heard this girl? Have you heard this singer? Have you heard this girl? She hot. That nigga was spitting some hot shit. I've been putting on niggas on Benny the Butcher all fucking year. And he's been in hip-hop blogs. He's been in hip-hop posts. And so if you're keeping up with hip-hop, you know who the niggas that are popping are. So when Nipsey was popping, 
If you keeping, if you going to two dope boys, if you going to hot new hip hop, if you going to that piff, if you going to these shits, you gonna see him on there. So now that you talking about you didn't know who he was, well, I know you ain't really part of hip hop because he's been going for ten years. You know what the impact he made in the underground. Him and him and um, Mac Miller, and and currency and things like that. They probably the most impactful independent artists of this decade, easily this decade. Like, they grew it, they made a brand about themselves without having a sign to a label. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nipsey's Grammy-nominated, He that's because of the endorsement behind Atlantic, but he got that endorsement behind Atlantic from selling Crenshaw for $100 a mixtape <laughs> and selling Mailbox Money for $1,000 a mixtape, building up the Marathon clothing brand, touring by itself and shit. That's how he got that. You know what I'm saying? So, and that took a, a, a minute to do that. So, like, that on a on a on the music business side, that's legendary. Not to even mention what he meant as a black man and a person in the community. This man <clears throat> openly, proudly showed his family. He his brother was his partner in his business. That was his brother, bro. That's his family, bro. His wife, he openly showed his. They didn't get married, but that was some personal shit, which I understood too. He explained that. But anyways, like. Uh, you know, him and Lauren London, well, he was locked in, bro. Like he, he ain't looking at nobody else. That's his girl. That's his family, bro. He a family man. He's strong. He he you know what I'm saying? He stand by his word. I think a lot of things is like those things are honorable things. And so for you to try to downgrade his impact because you feel like niggas didn't really know who he was before. Well, now they know who he is and they knew what he stand for. Some people get legendary after they pass away. It sucks. I don't like it, but it's not the first time that that's happened. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? People, you still read William Shakespeare in uh, English class. You've never seen him before. You don't know about that, man. You only read off his work. What You consider him a legend in writing, right? So I don't understand that. I mean, I don't understand your your your, uh, your logic there. It's like, why are you only defining this man off hit records? He wasn't about hit records. Hit records now are like, you know, they're you know, it just don't really carry no kind of weight. You know what I'm saying? Like back then when you was making hit records in the '90s and 2000s, them shits carry weight. You making hit records now? It's like, bro, that's it. Might be only records for like a week. It's so much music coming out now, and so much shit. Like. <clears throat> It's hard to really, especially if you like the in hip hop. And I was just telling my homie this last night. I feel like hip hop has gotten to the point to where we really need to break up categories. And I've I've always been a hip hop elitist and not been wanting to do that. Like I don't want to like I want to be like yo that's still hip hop. But I, I be saying niggas like Post Malone like get hip hop accolades. You know what I'm saying? But you can't name one rap bar this man has ever spit. In his life, when I, when I say that, I say that specifically meaning like he's never actually rapped on a song. He just melody sings shit. You know what I'm saying? And fucking that that's considered rapping. No, that's not fucking. Rap. I've never heard a bar from this guy. You know what I'm saying? He outright said he don't want to be considered a rapper. Yeah, he went in all the hip hop awards. How the fuck is that? Why are we category put him in another category? We need to name that hip hop something else. All these niggas that's like melody singing, put them in their own. You know, in their own brand. Now, some niggas, and I was telling my homies, it's like, there are some niggas that do both. They'll have a melody song, and then they'll have a rap song on there, like Future. You know what I'm saying? But he even split, when he did Future and Hendrix, he even split those up. He did the rap shit, and then he did the melody trap shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if it, if it, I feel like these, like, in the rock, it's kind of like starting to get rock elements to hip-hop that people ain't really rapping. They just having, like, a rock theme, like, screaming type shit. 
Like those can get they we can start separating now at this point. I feel like hip hop is the biggest genre in the world. You know, and I don't. I know people when Rock did that, everybody was up in arms. But now you have a um, <clears throat> you have branding underneath Rock. You know what I'm saying? So you know, if I like this certain sound, I can go find artists that make this. Like, and I don't have to worry about them getting categorized under something else that they not. They under indie. They under fucking uh, you know. <clears throat> death metal or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are defined other than that. So we can start breaking up hip-hop because it's just like niggas that really make records, that really got something to say, can't sell. I mean, if you look at D- Dave East just a couple of weeks ago, everybody was clowning him for, uh, they said he only sold 3,000. That was a lie. He sold more than that. But, you know, the fact that he's struggling to sell, you know what I'm saying? Griselda didn't sell last week. Uh, <coughs> Wale didn't sell. Uh, all these people that's like, if you're not like J. Cole or Kendrick or, you know, Schoolboy Q getting out sold by Trippy Gray, I never thought I'd see that in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that's, and, and, and I'm not saying Trippy Red. I don't really listen to Trippy Red, to be honest. But, I mean, I'm not saying he trash. I'm just saying it's like, bro, like, I, I can't really see why somebody that's established in hip-hop can't outsell this, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so we've gotten to the point to where it's like, we need to start separating this shit. And, and that, and that is impacting legacy. And that's impacting these hit records that whack 100 claims that Nipsey didn't have. Well, he got songs that I'll attach to me forever. I didn't listen to this nigga. Like he's motivated me and put me in places where I'm like down or I need something like that. He's one of the people that I have actual songs that I go to and listen to. You know what I'm saying? I don't have nothing that from the blue face. You know what I'm saying? I don't have none of that from them. Game I do, but I don't really attribute game's talent or success to WAC one hundred. So I don't really know why he feels like he's he he can he's the one that first of all and, and he don't feel like that. It's it's to the point in in uh, in today's society where you can say as long as your name is in the news it don't matter if it's good or bad. It could be the most outlandish bullshit. And you, you're good. That's going to bring some kind of fucking check to you. You know what I'm saying? It's gotten that bad. So now you say whatever the fuck you... You say the most crazy shit. As long as your name in the news, bro, you got some kind of traction. Now you can move. Now you can make moves. And it's crazy. Like, why are you picking a, a dude that's... De- like, when, when do we... That's another thing. When do we start speaking on the dead period? You know what I'm saying? Like, we speaking on the dead. This nigga ain't even been dead for a whole year. And we already talking about this nigga's trolling on the internet talking about Soldier Boy is more more of a legend than than Nipsey. And Chameleon is more of a legend than Nipsey. What the fuck are y'all talking about, bruh? Did y'all not just see this man's casket driven around LA all fucking day damn near so people could touch his casket? You know what I'm saying? Did y'all not just see this man's funeral? Obama writing this man a letter. This man got paintings in countries that don't even speak English. You know what I'm saying? He got his paintings up there. He's a big influence in Africa, bro. He had just came back from there before he dropped the album. That's where he went to kind of like re- decompress from making the album. He got family out there. He got paintings out there, bro, from his death. He got the, what was the Iranian president, Iraqi president, one of them. He's, he was talking about Nipsey after he passed. Nigga, chameleonaire? It's going to get that kind of reaction. Soldier Boy. We was clowning Soldier Boy in 2006. 
two, I mean, in a, uh, 2011, 2012, when him and Bow Wow started fucking, not 2006, that's when he was popping, 2011, 2012, when him and Bow Wow and, like, niggas like that used to get clowned, bruh. Niggas didn't even take them serious. Soldier Boy stole so many flows, bruh. He didn't stole everybody's flow. It don't matter. Soldier Boy don't matter as long as he is able to put something out and brand himself. I will say, Soldier Boy learned how to make money too by himself independently. I will say that. And he also showed how to uh to to use YouTube as a platform. So I, I respect him for that. But if we're talking about uh multi reasons, that's not I mean, that's a respect, but that's not no like legend. You know what I'm saying? Cause <clears throat> it, it didn't really I mean his music and his content that he used at these platforms were not great. And then when he started rapping about fucking robbing niggas and fucking uh, pill popping and all that shit, like, bro, nigga, you was just doing Crank That Soldier Boy. Now you popping pills and shit. It's like, bro, like, what we calling that man a legend over somebody that told you about his PTSD in the street and then went back and lived in that street to give back to the community and let them know something good can come from here? We're going to compare that to Soldier Boy, who claims somewhere he's not even from. You know what I'm saying? Go in the hood and get his shit smacked. Because that's what happened on live camera in 2000, in this decade. We, we was clowning this guy. Now, all of a sudden, he's more of a legend than Nipsey. That's where we are in 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, bro. I respect your millionaire. He's made money in the tech industry. He's rich. He did what he was supposed to do with his money from them records. But if we talking about uh, catalog, if we talk about music, if we talk about impact on actual hip-hop, he's not over Nipsey. I'm sorry, bro. He just don't have that kind of reaction. He's not going to have that reaction. If you're not from the South, you're probably really not fucking with Chameleon at the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then you don't really know his catalog like that. I've listened to probably 90% of Chameleon's last catalog. I was a big Chameleon fan when he was popping. And I can't say he, I can't, I don't have no songs that I go to Chameleon. I mean, he got some good songs, but I don't really have no songs that I go to him you know, just on on some grown or some just everyday shit. Nipsey's got a whole catalog for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm I'm regretting that I didn't pay a hundred dollars for Crenshaw and get that shit, or a thousand dollars for. I ain't had no thousand dollars for mailbox money, but I mean, if I would have had it, I would have I would have regret not paying for it because it's like, you know, I know that money was going back to something for good. I seen this nigga actually do that shit. So <clears throat> to say this guy's not a legend. Uh, off of just getting internet clout and on TMZ and in the game not really saying nothing to 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 check this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you the main one. You got prolific all on your shit. Um you you doing your motivation Monday post for Nipsey and you know, you doing all this shit, but then your boy talking about Nipsey ain't no legend, you quiet. TMZ asked you the question, you talking about, oh, you sound like you really trying to go against me. That's whack opinion. Right, that's his opinion. He got his opinion. I got mine. No, ho, ho, ho. Wait a minute, bruh. Wait a minute, bruh. Now, you spent almost three months posting this nigga every day. Motivation Monday. Got your hair braided. Then dedicated songs on your album for him. But Wack 100 say this man ain't a legend. Straight up district saying he wasn't about the life because, uh, you know, which is true. I mean, I don't want to say that that part's wrong. I wouldn't say he's not about that life. It's that he should have had um, some kind of protection on him at all times, especially in the hood, which I, you know, I can feel that. But at the same time, he was on his own shit. He was on his own property. And it wasn't supposed to be no long, like, you know, it wasn't supposed to be no long thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was supposed to be an in and out thing. And the nigga called him slipping. <clears throat> that don't mean you're not about the life, bro. Don't disrespect this man. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he got the Crips and the Bloods meeting up, talking how they going to do better and get out of this bullshit that they in. Uh, it's people that said, they like, they said they, these gangs have not interacted with each other in 30 years, 20, 30 years. Nipsey passed away. They sitting down talking to each other. It's like, bro, what, what do you mean he's not a legend, bro? And you come from that life. You 40 years old. You come from that life. But you encouraging he's not about that life because he didn't, he didn't have a strap on him. And you're encouraging that behavior instead of saying, oh, well, <clears throat> you know, why we, why do we do that to our own niggas that's really trying to do something and build back with our community? Why do we do that? No, that's not what you say. You say, well, he should have had the peace on him. He ain't about that life. He ain't no legend. That's what you say. It's like, bro, like, wh- where are we at? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's whack as fuck to me. That's whack as fuck to me. And it's no, it's fitting that this nigga's name is whack because that's very fucking whack. Ridiculous shit. But that's not even like all. I mean, that's been going on with the Nipsey shit. I don't even want to read that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? That shit been popping up all on my Facebook. I'm just like, bro, I really wish I could just like not read this shit. And it's going to, and it, it, and niggas, and then when they say like, well, it triggers you, they, they just eats up, tro- trolls eat if they know it triggers you. But it's like, bro, y'all say anything. It's just disrespectful, bro. Y'all drawing in the wrong kind of energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all drawing in the wrong kind of energy, bro. This man didn't do nothing but try to build back and and be a better person and teach you how to be a better person. And really, honestly, as a black man, he was, like, in the leader of that shit, the way he was going about eating, promoting health, promoting how to um, uh, be a family man, promoting how to be a businessman, you know, promote how to get back to your hood. Like, he was the embodiment of that. And I got and you got these troll fucking young ass motherfuckers or white people that don't really be in hip hop trolling talking about he ain't really a legend because who was he before he died? Nigga, no, that's because you didn't know who he was. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with the niggas that been fucking with Nipsey for ten years, longer, fifteen years. It ain't got nothing to do with us. So shut the fuck up. I swear, if I could actually physically slap these motherfuckers, I would. Um. Speaking of who I wish I could snap, slap, snap. <laughs> uh, so when are this? Um, what's up with this Michael Vick shit, bro? And this is I don't I should just name the show, you know, a long awaited rant. Uh, I ain't really yelling, but this shit is like, I mean, so not, I don't know if you have, Michael Vick uh, got awarded being a Pro Bowl captain. Now, first of all, <clears throat> before we get into this. No, now we have been talking about the four or five or six years now that nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Okay, um, nobody even cares about the Pro Bowl. They've been talking about trying to get rid of it because there's no point. The the football players not gonna really play hard because they don't want to get hurt in an exhibition game, and you can't really watch football half assed because it just it's not good. You know what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that, it, it's before the Super Bowl, um, so. Anybody that's in the Super Bowl that gets voted in is not going to play. And when they were doing it after the Super Bowl, not everybody was going, <clears throat> even though it was in Hawaii. I, I think it, I think they should move that back and just do it in Hawaii and move it to a week after the Super Bowl, bro. But anyways, um, so pretty much Michael Vick, he's in, he got announced to be one of the Pro Bowl captains uh, this year at the Pro Bowl. And, <clears throat> and apparently that struck a nerve. Uh, with these high and mighty, I won't say white people, even though most of them are. Some of them are black. Um, with these high and mighty, like, animal lover people. Okay. 
um, dog lover. I won't say animal lover because the ironic thing about the whole Michael Vick thing is that <clears throat> there are so many people. First of all, dog fighting is so underground, but it's so like it's in the South. People do that here. You know what I'm saying? There are people. There are people in Tennessee right now. They get their dogs taken away because they've been getting fucking trained to dog fight, and they've been getting uh, um, starved to make them more aggressive. And so that's actually happening. That happens more than we probably ever talk about it. When Michael Vick got caught up in that, that's probably the most ever it's ever been talked about. And it's because Michael Vick was involved. A black quarterback at the Atlanta Falcons was involved with dog fighting. Now, granted, I ain't vouching for this shit. You know what I'm saying? When it happened, I hated it. I was a Vic fan, but I was also like wanting to be a veterinarian. So I was working in a vet hospital at the time. One of the ladies there had pit bulls. Uh, she bred. So, of course, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't a good environment to be a big fan uh, and and at, at, at any time try to defend because you can't really defend it. Even though he wasn't involved and it was his family, he claims he wasn't there. I doubt he was there for some of them, but I'm sure he was there for some. Uh, but the, the house was, you know, he was a registered breeder and I, he was, they was hosting it at his house because it was a big-ass mansion. Um, and then his family let him take the fall for it because he had the name. So, uh, you know, I can't really vouch for that. Um, but I, what I will say about Vic is, you know, he actually got his sentence. You know, he got his two years. He lost all his money. This man went bankrupt. He had to completely do a 180 to even get back into the league. Then when he got back into the league, he led Philly to the NFC uh, Championship game, I think. I think it was the NFC Championship game. I know the year he was, um, nom- or you know, in the MVP discussion, they went pretty far in the playoffs. Uh, and that was after the dog fighting. That was after they said Vic couldn't play no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember all this shit. And he came in and, and showed up and dominated and, and balled out in Philly. Ended up winning a starting job. <clears throat> and so... Um, and now he's a, a Fox News uh, analyst for football. And he, you know, he clean cut. He go on there. He's very clean cut. You know what he's talking about. Um, you know what I'm saying? He, he He's very professional. And he had a change. I mean, Vic before that was braided up. You know what I'm saying? In rap videos, do-rag, uh, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to say anything wrong. I'm just saying, like, this man, like, turned or t- pretty much turned. He had to turn his image around to even get back into some kind of good spotlight. And continue living his life, you know what I'm saying. And so um, now that he's gotten past it, 15 years later, 15 years later, people that are probably talking about this don't even remember this shit, really. You know what I'm saying? 15 years later, people talking about they signed a petition. They don't want him to be the captain of the Pro Bowl. He shouldn't be allowed to even work in the NFL. And blah 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 blah. All that bullshit. And it's like, bro, like. When he, 15 years ago, y'all still stunk up on that? Y'all probably don't even watch the shows he's on. He's on like two or three Fox NFL news uh, shows right now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even watch them. Because if you knew that, I mean, if you watched him, you would know he's already been working. So what's the big deal about him being a Pro Bowl captain? You know what I'm saying? So, like, <coughs> that just means you ain't even really been paying attention. You let you let that shit trigger you uh, because of that. And it's like, listen. You cannot be no advocate of animal loving and and primarily, um, you know, dis, um, hateful of Vic if you, one, are actively eating meat, 
whether that be chicken, whether that be pork, and whether it be beef, if you're actively eating that stuff and buying it from grocery stores and not a butcher or like your local farmer, then um, you're willingly paying for shit that you know these animals are getting mistreated while getting killed for you to eat them. But, or maybe you don't, but you should know that by now. It's enough, it's enough um, documentaries out, books out that tell you um, the food industry is very disgusting and very um, destructive of animals when they're killing them. And so if you knew that, or if, you, or if you're eating this food, you are actively supporting that. The owner of Jimmy John's is a exotic game uh, hunter. So he goes to Africa, he goes to India, and he kills endangered species. And he posts pictures with them. And he kills, like, tigers. And he kills, like, you know, these big game motherfuckers and poses pictures with them. Smiling, he got hugged. He killed a, a great white shark. He hugged up with us. This is a billionaire, and he go and kill these animals. Um, but yeah, there are people that still go and buy Jimmy Johns and eat it. You know what I'm saying? So you're actively funding this guy. So you can't say shit about Vic if you're actively funding this guy. But you want to get mad about Vic, who's spent all almost half the money he's made back going back into animal advocacy, doing work for that. You know what I'm saying? Completely changing his whole whole uh, image around that. He got he went bankrupt and built his money back, and now he gives money to those um, those activists for that animal advocacy. You would know that if you did your research and you actually knew what the fuck he was talking about instead of just going with an emotion from 15 years ago. But you see a black man, and you know he was a criminal, and so you attach that with him uh, forever. You can't forgive this guy for some shit that he did 15 years ago. That's um, not on any kind of same level as what black people ask some kind of respect and, and vision for, which is police brutality, police killings. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Y'all so happy about when uh, Botham Jean's brother was forgiving old shorty for killing his for killing his brother in his couch at home. But yet uh, y'all so happy about him forgiving that. But y'all can't forgive Michael Vick. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want us to leave. Y'all want us to drop George Zimmerman. Y'all want us to not talk about that shit. Just let it go. Honor the police. Respect the police, which we should at times. Not, you know, that's another discussion. But <clears throat> y'all want us to do all that. But then when it comes to Michael Vick, oh, you can't forgive him. As he just did, his what he did was so egregious. If he's if he could kill a if he could kill uh, a dog and do that with a dog, then he can do that with a human. Well, guess what? If you can shoot a deer, if you can go out and hunt a duck, you know what I'm saying? If you could go out here and and um, and, and and do that bullshit, then you probably could too. You killing something? You killing a deer? How do I know you're not willing to kill a person? You got the weapons. You know what I'm saying? You willing to kill a deer that ain't doing shit? You willing to kill a fucking duck that ain't doing shit? Shoot him down? Hunt them? For what? You can eat them, yeah. I understand they are they can be food. But some people don't hunt for the food. They just hunt for the gaming. So if you're willing to do that, then I think you can kill somebody just like Michael Vick probably could. If you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I don't I don't get that logic. It's like I I don't understand, bro. It's it's time to let that go. That's been fifteen years ago, man. Let that man live his life, man. Y'all don't even hear from Vic anymore. You know what I'm saying? Only time you hear about Vic is when he on his NFL news shit. 
and talking about sports. That's the only time y'all hear about Vic. You don't even hear about that man no more, dog. He stay low key. He get, he stay with his family, uh, and 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 that's what he do. He about his business, and he about getting his name and brand back in order. And this, and there's nothing wrong with that. He deserves that. If y'all letting Ray Lewis back on TV, then Michael Vick should be straight. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like. It's ridiculous, bro. This man served his time. He he, he gave all this money back into um, these programs. Um, he cleaned up his act. He's for, he asked for remorse. He's very remorseful for that shit. And he was young. That was like he was 24, 25 years old when that, was, when that shit was popping off. New to the league. You know, you really tied in with your family. If your family been doing that shit since you was a kid, then who are you now the NFL player that's going to be a financial support to your family? Of course they're going to expect you to fund this shit. If it's been around your, your whole life, you're not going to know any different. 23, 24, at some point you probably could. You got, But I don't know. I mean, if you're coming from the hood and you're not really in tune with what white people or what people feel is like, you know, a certain way to act, and you coming from that lifestyle where, you know, it's as a kid you've seen it all the way up until you 19, 20 years old, and now you're getting money, and you know what I'm saying? Like, man, he was, it's over with. That's 15 years ago. Time, time to let it go. I'm sure you wouldn't want nobody bringing up no bullshit that you did 15 years ago. But you can do it with him because he's a public figure, so you can judge him. But I'm sure if, if we go back and look at the 15 years ago of your life, you probably got some fucked up shit that you didn't get caught with or you did get caught with that you don't want somebody to keep bringing up and teetering down and, and not let you move on with your life. You know what I'm saying? What if it was a, a female or a dude that's had sex with uh, 40, 50 people and now they want to get married and not even worry about they got a family now? Somebody, everybody, Every time somebody's seen them, they always bring up how the fact that they was fucking 50, 50 they fit, fuck 50 people before. Well, you don't want to fucking, you don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to move on. Get off me. I've moved on with my life. So it's time to move on. Time to drop that. Let's get, let's get it going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, this has been a, uh, a crazy couple of weeks. Um, I just want to thank everybody that came out to the live showing of the podcast with me, KB, CD7, and uh, and Mikey Real. Hope y'all enjoying that. I don't know how long I'm going to, you know, drop those live. I think I might start um, going live on my IG instead um, and just recording the episode that way. And then that's how you get it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you don't um, watch it, then you just don't hear that episode. But we'll see. Um, I'm, uh, I did enjoy it, though. People, everybody that came, uh, thank y'all so much. We're about to do another one on December 20th um, at the Woodshop again. So uh, I'll be putting out information on that soon. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited for it. It's going to be another great one. Make sure um, y'all come and support, man. I'll, I got four T-shirts left before I got to reorder some. Um, so let me know if you want T-shirts. Uh, if you want one for the Christmas season, let your boy know. Um, and, yeah, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for vibing with me this year so far. Uh, I started this shit, and uh, we're going to keep going strong. Videos, I got one more video of the first season, and then we're going to start gearing up for this season two. Audio dropping soon. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Um, but yeah, man. Um, thank y'all so much for vibing with me so far. Um, and Lakers look good as hell right now, by the way. I just want to mention that. 
and uh, Tennessee finally got back on track. So my sports year is going great. My fantasy team suck. Uh, football team suck. But, uh, you know, basketball team, I keep facing injuries. But, you know, it's all good. It's all love. Uh, I appreciate everybody vibing with me. And, uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all pre-order KB's um, at CD2 drops next week. And uh, I'm trying to think what else I need to tell y'all. I think that's it. It's the Iggy's Live My Podcast, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. You are now tuned in to the Iggy's Live My Podcast. Iggy's Live My Podcast is excited to announce a new partnership with Chattanooga's first legal delivery system. The Midnight Express delivers cannabis wherever you like. Go to 423express.com and type in the word loud to get up to 15% off on any purchase you make from the Midnight Express. Iggy's Live My Podcast is brought to you by the Midnight Puff and Anchor FM.